0: Jonathan Creek rewatch with some Jacob's Creek do it live your best life hello you are listening to great culture the podcast where we talk about wine pop culture and feminism I'm Kim I'm Sam and we hope you enjoy the show On this week's episode, it's a bit of a lucky dip, because we are going to be talking about whatever the hell we like. This is our chaos episode, I think you christened it, Kim? Yeah, I did. I borrowed that from Books in the City. Right. R.I.P. But yeah, this is a chaos episode, because to be frank, we couldn't settle on a topic. No. We have a lot of stuff that we kind of want to chat about, and we didn't want to take another break. Yeah, and we didn't have time to read another book or watch another series. So it's just us chatting about things and stuff. We're chatting shit. Let us know if you like this kind of thing, though. But we did have the presence of mind to get a wine that was linked to absolutely nothing. So, Kim, do you want to tell us a bit about this wine that we have here that has some kind of fancy bird on it? It is absolutely linked to nothing yeah and that's that's my (laughs) favorite thing about this one is like we bought it like that'll do yeah but i think it made up a crate or something (laughs) yeah so this is the mencia bodegas Gordonzello Inicio Mm. off of spain 2022 this is a wine that is apparently like cabernet franc which i think will be an interesting decision Mm. this is the flagship red grape variety of northwest spain of the Bierzo wine region, Mencia has the ability to age brilliantly and produce wines of outstanding quality, some of which are the best in Spain. It can be parallels can <laughs> be drawn between Cabernet Franc and they display leafy Bra. green notes on the nose, whilst both being relatively structured and tannic. That has told me precisely nothing yeah. about what that wine is. It's all be, right, like, there's I'm more. Honest. This is a pretty good example of a Mencia, even though it isn't actually from Northern Spain. Brilliant. Nailed it. Imposter wine. Nailed it. Sour black cherry, tar, charcoal and leafy notes come to the fore. What? We love the sour fruit character at play here, coupled with lots of freshness and classic Mencia tannins. Cool. (laughs) I'm not enthused. No, me neither. I have had a Cabernet Franc before though. And? Mushroomy. Mushroomy, yeah. Well, that's very autumnal. That's yeah, very of the yeah, season. It works. Uh, fruit flavors of strawberry, cherry, sour cherry, and blackberry. Very autumnal. Mm-hmm. Flavors of charcoal, charcoal, clay, tar, and sour sherbet. It sounds um, like a fucking bath bomb. It. Uh, it it sounds like mask. it sounds like whiskey. Sure, sure. Let's see, shall Let's we? Let's find out. Let's give this. <laughs> Let's see a if go. Our random wine suits our random topic. Oh my god. It does smell a bit autumny. <laughs> what, like leaf mold? Leaf mold and blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite kind of pie. Mm, yummy! Cheers. Cheers! Godspeed. I don't know what's happening in my mouth at the moment. Mm-hmm, this is like if you soaked a newspaper in red wine and then ate wow, it. wow. I'm getting you know when you have topwear that you've had food in and you wash it. <laughs> And the food that is, is quite greasy. Or and and you've you can had lasagna more food in and it. a Tupperware. And yeah, then and then it stains It's stained with red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stained Tupperware. It's very. Stained Tupperware and wine soaked newspaper. It's very oily, though. It is. It is quite yeah. oily. Yeah. Ooh, uh, oh. mm. I don't the know. The thing is, though, it's not bad. I don't hate it. No! (laughs) But it's not it's not like any wine we've had before on this show. No. Which is impressive because we've had like nine hundred and forty six bottles. So Well done. (laughs) Good job. I think this is gonna be interesting to see how we go through the bottle because a glass of this is good and I don't know how it will be as we progress. So (laughs) random wine. Random flavours random topic random topics so let's kick off then we are recording this in autumn Um, well we're just about to go into autumn it's just yes. started getting cooler after a ridiculous heat wave uh how are you feeling about the incoming fall i'm quite ready yes. so autumn's my favorite season i friggin love it but i am very teen just don't fucking rush summer away i love hot weather i love mm. the sunshine i really like being able to step out of my house without a jacket on but after the kind of week and a half that we've had recently where it's been so scorching and like melting absolutely melting and it just like it's just been uncom- it's been uncomfortably humid and that's I've really struggled with that I always expect September to be beautifully sunny which it pretty much always is and people are always surprised and I get really annoyed with them um <laughs> niche rage but yes i have very niche rage as you well know about many things but one of my niche rages is people who think it's cool to hate summer my god i love the film it's like you're so oh yeah you're so unique because you're hot bully for you (laughs) it's also not cool to hate christmas i'm just throwing it out there like i get it you can hate it don't get me wrong but like don't wear it like a fucking badge of pride that you prefer- oh i'm wearing it like a badge of pride i'm that so I kooky autumn. because i hate christmas I, i'm so kooky because i don't i'm i'm hot in the summer and i'm like oh, fuck off okay. <sighs> this is <sighs> very specific rage so i am looking forward to a little bit of cooler weather i'd like it to stay mild for the rest of september mild would be good but True. then i'd like it to plunge into crispness in October, and then I will be a hostile ball of yarn until February. Perfection. What about you? Are you looking... Mm. Are you, how are you feeling about the current situation? I mean, I've mostly talked about the weather in the most British way possible. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to autumn. I'm looking forward to it because I like crunchy leaves and pumpkins and ghosts. I don't like pumpkin. I don't know pumpkin flavoured things. I just like the object. <laughs> I do like pumpkin, but you have to... You really have to season that shit. Yeah. But this this yeah. is one thing that does get a lot of hate in the autumn is the start of pumpkin spice season. Pumpkin spice mm. coffees, pumpkin spice body sprays, pumpkin spice fucking anything. And there are a lot of people who like you say you like you you hate when people shit on things that are nice and make you feel nice. Yes, I and do. I feel like pumpkin spice is one of those things where people shit on people who like pumpkin. Yeah, spice. Yes, why shit on something because it's delicious? People like to shit on things that people like have to yeah to yeah to make them feel good yeah. and look pumpkin spice is not the most delicious thing in the world in the same way that summer is not the best thing that ever happened and being sweaty on your commute is not like a fucking it's trip, not the vibe. Trip to the beach. Oh my god! But yeah. if you are someone who likes sun, and someone comes up to you and goes, "Actually, I think you find the summer shit," <laughs> and then if you're someone who likes pumpkin spice, and someone goes, "Oh my god, you're so basic," just be like, "Yes, I am," and don't throw your pumpkin spice in their face because that's a waste of perfectly good pumpkin spice. But yeah, if someone wants to be performatively miserable, if yeah, like I just think that's boring. Or to the point of if you want to be if you want to hate something not because you actually dislike it that much but because you want to be seen to have a strong opinion about something so you're going to come for the popular stuff it's so boring yeah the the, the pumpkin spice thing does get a lot of hate and i know that when the season kicked in there was a lot of buzz around it and pumpkin everything is everywhere now yeah i've got about 15 different pumpkin things in my house yes it has kind of taken over a bit actually pumpkins are getting a big deal this year they are like they've been increasing i think but this is the biggest pumpkin. this is year. the biggest pumpkin year. i feel like previous years it's been like ghosts or bats or witches yeah this year it's pumpkins do you like pumpkin spice? i've never tried it because oh. i don't like pumpkin so yeah but pumpkin spice doesn't taste like pumpkin well then what does it taste like what's sugar it tastes like is it like a snickerdoodle it's it's not dissimilar to a snickerdoodle maybe i should try it's it kind of like gingerbread but sweeter Less okay. di- less gingery okay. more sugary i could get on board with that i might give it a go it tastes shit all like pumpkin my first pumpkin spice at the age of 33 i think the idea about pumpkin spice is that it's supposed to taste like sweet pumpkin pie spice which is cinnamon ginger sugar brown sugar pumpkin molasses and stuff that you would make a pumpkin pie with at thanksgiving in america for me it's just like to be honest to be really truly honest Mm. the reason I like pumpkin spice is because it's like gingerbread but you can get it in October so it's pre-Christmas it's pre-Christmas it's the Christmas foreplay it's Christmas foreplay for me (laughs) right okay although speaking of flavoured beverages I am looking forward to I'm really looking forward to mint hot chocolates that come out Mm. in December Mm -hmm. because I'm so ready I'm so ready that is an excellent choice yeah but mint, hot chocolate. But mint and hot chocolate mint and chocolate. Great all year round. Summer mint chocolate chip ice cream. Agreed. Winter, Agreed. 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 But it does feel like they only become a thing. Peppermint and hot chocolate only becomes yeah. a thing. I think it's when you most. put peppermint on it, peppermint feels like an extra. <sighs> so we are genuinely talking shite this episode. I love we? it. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, to summarise, the things that we are feeling about this current time in our lives is ready for it's it to be hot cold. and we're ready for it to be cold ready for it to be cold um, and we want nice flavored things yeah and fun in our mouths Ew. but the other feeling that this type of time of year gives me yeah. is back to school vibes and that's yes. i guess the other thing that i'm feeling at the moment is i always look at september and i do this i say this constantly at work where i'm like so in september we'll start doing this in september we'll start this project and mm. I definitely look at it as back to school vibes. I'm like, I really want to go to Smiths and buy I want a case, yeah. yeah, so badly. I want to go and buy a shit ton of gel pens. Yeah, that will leak on everything. <laughs> yeah, but so I feel like September back to school vibes, etc., is yeah. a really nice time to be looking at. Kind of, it's quite reflective for me. It's kind of yeah. like it's it's a new, it's a fresh start. You, I think of it as kind of like a mini fresh start, a mini. This is where I've come to. This is all the stuff that I have maybe let drift. These are the things that I'm really excited to do. The things that I still have to do. I have a renewed sense of purpose with reading. I am definitely looking askance at my house. A lot of this helps that I've had some positive life changes. Yay! And so, uh, a good, good September. For yeah, Tucker. it's been a good September for me. We've had good news. So feeling like a, a bit of a breath of fresh air but yeah do you get that sense that september's a bit of a back to school like a reset because i'm definitely feeling like i'm looking at my tbr in a different way i am looking at like hobbies and and what my next thing is to do i may even start playing pokemon soon yes violet Um, or scarlet which one is i can't remember which one i've got to be honest with you i think i've got scarlet nice nice i don't know know? yeah what about like do you do you feel that way when i picture it in my head there are key milestones in the year and from i reckon end of march onwards there's not really very much Mm. and then you get to september and i'm like oh yeah that feels significant and then Mm. you get to the end of october you're like halloween significant Mm -hmm. and then the end of the year so yeah it does feel not momentous but it's something to take note of i think september because you're like yeah cause it's a safe point it's it's a safe that is a really good way of putting it, it is a safe point that's yeah. how it feels to me which means there's a boss fight coming yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. the boss fight of seasonal depression the boss fight of, se- and also the end of the year being weirdly busy yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> no hang on that was the abba wait <laughs> I mean, I think I think, I think the, the beginning fight. of "Does Your Mother Know?" is a really good boss fight entrance bit of music, actually. Um, but yes, agreed. September is significant. September feels like, and it's also a month that, as people who don't have children, good holiday month, I think. Yeah. and a lot of like my I, I think four out of five of my siblings. No, how many siblings have got? Four um, out of six of them have gone on holiday this month. So it feels, and you're going on holiday. every month. And yes, it feels a bit like a. It feels like the grown-up month to me, even yeah. though it's the back-to-school month, it feels like this is when grown-ups have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the other reason why I always think of it in my adult life as a yep. reset, because I do go on this holiday every year. I go on a walking holiday late September, early October every year with my mm. sister and my father. And that always feels like a proper reset, because I get to spend extended time with my sister. We do a lot of walking. We eat a lot of good food. You get yep. a lot of fresh air. It's very, like, it's very restorative. Yeah. So I'm... Hate- so like i mean i don't know do you have any kind of september resolution like what are you what 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 are you sort of focusing in on well i wasn't going to drink for september and that lasted five days so So... proud of you (laughs) (laughs) turned to her i was like i'll I'll drink no alcohol yeah you were very noble about that you were like yeah we'll do sober podcast and then i went out with my old boss who got ratted Two um, days later, I got a message <laughs> being like, never mind. Never mind. I, th- yeah, so I don't really have any resolutions, but it does, this is the thing is it's it's holiday season, but it does also feel like the one month of downtime before stuff starts ramping up mm-hmm. for winter, because I love October. I love Halloween. I love when it's getting spoopy. And then the month after that is my birthday. And then it's Christmas. And then it's New Year and everyone is sad and wants to die. So it's, it's uh, September is a weird month, but enjoying it. Yeah. Love it. But resolutions. Resolutions. I don't know. Don't die. Yeah, pretty much. And just keep going. I think, well, I think you and I both, correct me if I'm wrong, we both seem to be ramping up the books. Well, it's cosy time, isn't it's it? It's cosy just... season. See, I think you're ramping up and I'm slowing down. I think we've flipped again. I don't think so. No? I mean, I'm definitely ramping up. but Because you had a really, you had a lull. I had a serious lull yep. and then I had, and to be honest, part of the reason that I'm ramping up is because I have a ser. I still have a pretty serious book hangover. Yeah. Which was, what? which was that book? But... So earlier on in the year, I read Still Life by Sarah Winman, which yeah. completely destroyed me. Mm. I love that book. So much, and so Sam and I both have as a sort of little side project, among all our many other side projects, we both have bookstagrams. Mm-hmm. You can see them; they're linked to a linked on our website, so you can read my review there. But absolutely, like I loved that book so much, I, I just completely lived in it. And it didn't take me that long to read, but it took me longer to read because I really just wanted to like enjoy it and, and yeah. give it the time. And since then, yes, I have read books that have been perfectly good, including Can't Stop Her, but like nothing is as good as that. And Nothing's, it's, it's yeah. and I'm racing through books because I'm like you chasing the high. It's not as good. It's not as good. <laughs> I read a 600-page book in like a little over the, a week. because yeah. because it wasn't good. Because it wasn't good would but you yeah. say so far that's your book of the year i don't think so oh okay because i don't know because i know that i read some really good books at the beginning of the year but it's definitely one of one of them it'll okay. be it'll be in the top five if not the top three Excellent. if not the top one Great. without a shadow of a doubt i can't remember off the top of my head because it, everything blurs but i did have a slow year like reading year to begin mm. with but that is definitely this is the biggest book hangover i've had in a long time it's the biggest book hangover that i've had since january of last year that i can remember when i read once upon a river oh yes yeah which also destroyed me so yeah but i don't feel like that means that you're not ramping up the books but perhaps maybe it's just because you're smoke and mirror me because you're buying lots of books rather than necessarily reading them. <laughs> yeah i think that is it that is i'm hoarding i'm in a hoarding <laughs> sort of period rather than, than reading them all i'm like because i'm struggling to sit and read at the moment so and even audiobooks are taking me longer because usually i'll put audiobooks on when i'm pottering around and doing stuff and now i'm like no i'm just going to put on modern family clearly it's a comfort season rather than a new thing season and i could just go that. back to new stuff or go back to old stuff but yeah is there anything that you've got on your radar that you really want to read in the coming kind of colder months longer nights situation yes good so sam and i are going to a book talk between kieran millwood hargrave and lauren groff kieran mill Wood Hargrave wrote *The Mercies*, which I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Groff wrote *The Matrix*, which I also haven't read yet. But I bought *Sam* the *Matrix* for her birthday last year. Mm-hmm. I've had *The Mercies* on my list, which was recommended to me by Mister B's Emporium of Reading Delights. And so, those are two that I'm going to read in the next month before yeah. that talk. Yeah. But then there's a bunch of other there's a bunch of other books that I really want to read, but th- in particular sam bought me a book called fortune favors the dead oh it's so good i love it yeah which i really want to read because i suspect right so (laughs) i am on a quest for a book in which the ghosts are real i don't need it to be like a gory horror but i read i have read so many in the last year spiritual medium books or like kind of ghosty books and the ghosts aren't fucking real every single fucking time and it's driving mm. me mad mm-hmm. and I suspect that Fortune Favours of the Dead is one in which the ghosts are real but Sam is not giving anything away because she's got a really good poker face so that's one that's on my list to read yeah it's another one, oh Natasha Pulley The Kingdoms right yes, Watchmaker of Filigree Street was that yes, as Well. Yeah. Yes. yes my understanding is that is a it's a slight time travel book that centres around the story of the people that went missing at the lighthouse in Scotland. Those people, yeah. Kat. Yeah. Um, true crime is no. And I really, I haven't, I deliberately haven't read too much around it because I don't want to spoil it for myself. Yeah. But I know I really want to read it. Nice. Again, it's one that I got from Mr B's and I have earmarked it in my brain as a November book. So I will be reading that in November. Yes. I have very strong feelings about November any particular reason so November well so November is as well as being Sam's birthday month it's yeah. also my sister's birthday birthday yes. month November back is back to back days yeah back yep. to back days it's a very important month November yep. is rainy days Jimmy Well, Death Cab for Cutie, and like kind of historical mystery books right that is that, that is, is the November. Vibe. that is yep. the vibe and I feel like Na- Na- um, Natasha Pulley's book falls into that what nice. about you so in terms of things that yeah I really want to read. So my friend and I are doing a sort of a read along, not quite a book club, and we're not really keeping track with each other. We're just both like, let's read this at the same time. Yep. The Wellborn Theatre by Joanna Quinn, which so far is really fucking good. Is it? Yes, really enjoying nice. it because it is sort of weirdly. So it's set just after the second, set just after the first World War, and spans up until I think early forties. And usually I'm not a big fan of books around that sort of time period mm. especially when it's in britain they're like Evermore! and yeah it's just a bit bleak and boring so good a voice <laughs> but this is actually really kind of funny and poignant and sad. it's just really good anyway so far it's good but i'm only 100 pages in so really looking forward to finishing that mm-hmm. i would really like to finish the throne of glass sarah j mass series which i have been audiobooking because oh my god they are they're great but there's a fuck ton of them and they're really they're just getting increasingly longer every time I get a new audiobook I'm like 25 hours <laughs> okay <laughs> i've not read any of the sarah j Maas books yeah because i don't think that they're my speed but i'm intrigued because you like them and therefore i'm intrigued i like them but i know that another one of your friends who you share a lot of literary taste with didn't like them yes although um, she thinks that you and I have a closer reading taste than she and I do now. Interesting. Yeah. I think what I like about them, or the ones I've read so far, so I read the full A Court of Thorn and Roses series and I've read, I'm on the fifth book of The Throne of Glass series and I haven't touched Crescent City or the others yet crescent city is up there and it's fucking well the first one is fucking fat and i'm i need i've read a lot of fat books this year and i did say this was gonna be my fat book yeah but i would like some short quick reads but anyway she does trauma really well (laughs) (laughs) um but not not in terms of traumatic events more in terms of the way that you just think it's going to be like oh yeah fairies banging cool which it is, but there's a depth to some of the characters that you don't expect from something that you think is going to be trash, and it is that growth and that exploration of... of and it manifests in different ways, and it's, re- it's really good. Which, maybe I'm just trying to legitimise horny fairies, No, I mean, but... you're not the only one that likes it. Yeah. Like, a lot of people do. Yeah. I think particularly... With the Court of Thorn Arrows series, the second book in the series and the fifth book in the series, I think, are the most masterfully done in that way. And probably the most triggering, but the but ones triggering. you'd have to be careful of. But yeah, so I'd like to finish those. I've got quite a few. I, I want to get back into my Alison Weir's Six Tudor Queen oh, series. Oh, so great. I've only read, so far I've only read a Catherine and Varagon one, but it was it was great. It was very, it's a very good job of balancing this was an event that happened and then this was an event that happened and then we're going to cover this historical event that happened but also having character alongside it mm. um, in a way that I think possibly someone like Philippa Gregory doesn't quite do. So yeah, I'd like to read some more of those. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Cozy season, ramping up the books, definitely the vibe. I'm also, because I'm in the mood to buy a lot of shit A nest, basically, mm. I'm considering book subscriptions okay and you have a new book subscription i do which i stepped into your home this evening and basically what say, is that yeah basically didn't <laughs> say hello I was like what's this is book book in shiny box so yeah, yeah okay. so that's something that i'm considering about do you want to tell yeah. us about your book subscription? yeah sure and if uh, anyone from either of these subscriptions is listening or, we'll any, you. Fact, um, or any in fact subscription or any you know and you want to give us free shit please do but so i have two book subscriptions and i used to have a subscription to box of stories which was the the concept with them is that they give you a monthly box with four books in it of a certain genre or you could just do a random collection which are books that possibly didn't have the marketing budget of some other books or were just less well known the idea being to expose you to new stories and new things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have come across otherwise and that was great for a while but then i was like i'm getting a lot of these books that i really don't want to read and the main reason i think for that was because i picked the historical fiction box mm-hmm. and i uh, i got a lot of books about world war Two, and i as mentioned earlier i don't really give a fuck yeah. So. <laughs> and in historical fiction, you really can't swing a cat without hitting wild water. Oh, it's so dense fiction-wise. So I stopped doing that, and also because four books a month is a lot, and it mm-hmm. means things build up very fast mm-hmm. if you don't get through them all. And if you were intended, and if you buy other books on top, which obviously you and I do, because <laughs> books. So I switched to a subscription called Fairy Loot, which I'd been on the waiting list for a long time for because it is very popular and it is essentially very pretty hardback versions of various different books quite often fantasy mm. or, and and ya and that kind of area but not always and they've usually got painted forages and like foiled covers and there's usually uh they're signed by the author and things like that nice. so it's the fancy sm- fancy schmanchu and they're special and yes it's the same price for one as for four but a it's a hardback and hardbacks be pricey anyway and should that be special in it so yeah Um, so I got that and then subscription spots became available on another list I was on which is called locked library which is a very similar thing to (laughs) fairy loot except it's different books and they're pretty and I like them and the box is pink and the box is pink the latest one I got which arrived today is every exquisite thing by Laura Stephen, and it is basically a queer feminist retelling of the picture of Dorian Gray and I'm I'm very excited to read it I'm so down for that. Really? Like, it, honestly, my eyes just locked straight on, on in on it, yeah. and I was like, "What is this?" And I said to Sam, "I've been considering getting back onto." I've had many a book subscription they as well. So I've had I had Adventurous Ink, which is specifically mm. to do with nature and like travel stories, the true stories, which are really, rain winds and things. Yeah, yeah, and I really, really loved that, and but I don't read those as fast as i read fiction because i Mm -hmm. am quite selective about what i read so i sort of paused that for a while and then i had one that i was really enjoying which was how novel where they chose a few books a month wrapped them up drew beautiful pictures on the front of the wrapping paper that indicated what the plot was like themes of you know like themes of heartbreak themes of love themes yep. of this and then you picked the one that you wanted that's cool but they went out of business because oh no of the world and i was really sad about that because mm. i i liked the fact that i was picking things for themes that i would like that was giving me books that i normally wouldn't choose to pick up yeah, which course. is really fun so and since that ended and it ended around the same time as my world slightly went to shits financially mm. so i haven't picked up again but i also previously have had a subscription to mr b's which yep. is the best sorry the best of bookshops sorry Bye sorry now. everyone else but it <laughs> is the best one because it's very past. so I, I i'm i've been watching a lot of booktube and looking at bookstagram and being like i want books in the post all the time (laughs) and i i am fishing about for where to go because apparently that's the dopamine that i need right now surprise pretty book yeah also New i book. cleared out a bunch of stuff Don't in me. my house including my bookshelves so clearly Need even clear though i again. do not have space i'm like mm, yeah there's, but there's always space, space for books space. and you're on the ground space. floor so it doesn't even matter <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone has any book subscription recommendations do let us know because yeah please Kim, do. kim be shopping kim do be shopping yeah. like hard and especially <laughs> for books so right, we're going to take a break there. We are going to top up our glasses again with this strange wine that is bizarrely drinkable. Actually, how are you finding it so far, Kim? Bizarrely drinkable. Bizarrely drinkable. It's uh, really flavourful. It's yeah. quite meaty. Yeah. It's the mushroom. Mushroomy. It's mushroomy. Like uh, it goes. It's going to go well with steak or like like a ragu or something. Oh, it will go. Yeah, like even lasagna. Yeah. So we'll be back to doing more of that, talk some more about it, chat some more shit and uh, give you some more nuggets of gold after the break. So we're back from the break. We're still drinking the Initio. We're still enjoying it. We'll do our roundup at the end as always. But in general at the moment Kim how are you feeling? How are things with you? Well, I've kind of already alluded to it, actually, that you got me on a good week, my friends. Yeah, buddy. I am on a slight professional and personal high. <laughs> so it's all going to go Tong like, immediate. I've said that now. It's all, it's all over. But after six months of hell and stress, I'm doing good. Nice. But also, because of all of that, I'm really tired. Yeah. And I was talking about this with my sister this morning, and I was like, I, getting out of bed's really hard. I'm really tired. And she was like, yeah, that's, you you've relieved. Like, you've had six months of shit. And now your body's like, it's safe. Yeah. Now rest. So I am so fucking tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. And it's really scary because you can be like, you, it's really easy to be like, oh my God, am I not well? Am I am I wrong? Like, yeah. it's, it's bad because it's the same kind of feeling. Yeah. But actually, I just, I kind of feel like I need to to, I don't know lie on a sun lounge somewhere and just like no one bother me and bring me cocktails and yeah snacks. cold drinks and yeah and ice cream and things yeah. generally <laughs> good though which nice. feels weird to say but is very welcome Hooray. how about you yeah i mean i'm here <laughs> yeah i mean i think this is just life as an adult isn't it It's like just perpetually exhausted mm. um I've had also had a lot of big life changes this year. Ooh. Changed my job. That's my, the main one, but also some family stuff going on and, and other things. But I'm just really... I'd love six months off. I don't know mm. about you. I'd love six months to do absolutely nothing. And I had a month off in between jobs. And I was like, that felt like that went in the blink of an mm. eye. And the thing is, even between jobs, life doesn't stop happening around that. And you're like, I want all of the life. Yeah. to stop happening as well as the job yeah. um but <laughs> yeah I don't know it's just again I think it's that wind down to the end of the year where you're like it's in sight and it's a mental milestone mm. again but you're like oh my god it's nearly the end of the year it's nearly it's nearly the Christmas break it's nearly time it's nearly this imaginary that break that we think that we're gonna have we do adults because because yeah we have yeah. like five days off and most of those are <laughs> filled with family but yeah so it's just it yeah I yeah don't know. I get it. same as you, tired. But there's good things, there's bad things. But Um, when you are exhausted, when you are at this level that you're at, and obviously you're exhausted in in as good a way as it's possible to be, (laughs) because it's because it's a relief Mm -hmm. exhaustion, not just like fucking hell, I can't do this anymore exhaustion. Although they are linked, I know. What do you think is the best thing to do in that situation? Um, Down and let the moss take you. yeah, Yeah, lie down and let the moss take you. Genuinely. If you can, well, first of all, <laughs> puts HR hat on soapbox, yells at you. Nicely love. Take your fucking sick days, my friends. Mental health oh, yeah. days. If you have, if you ha- have paid sick days, take them. Mm-hmm. They're there for a reason. They're there for a reason. You're extending the shit feelings mm. for six days instead of three because you refuse to take three days off to just lie in bed and watch Downton Abbey. Just do it. Like, and I'm the worst person for this. Yeah, you do not take your own advice. But yeah, take your fucking sick days or if, you know, like, if you really want to, book a holiday and don't book that day off to go see your family or to go on holiday with your partner or everything. Book a day off to sit in your pants doing nothing and or... Go do the thing that you want to do. Like, I, yeah. I... I I, do these every now and then, my Kim days, which is, I basically go into town, buy a donut, buy six books, have lunch by myself. Message me to go, can I buy six books? Yeah, go, yes. message Sam, can I buy six books? Yes. Message my other friend, and she's like, I know you've already messaged Sam, and she's going to tell you to buy six books. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, treat... It's treat yourself, but in a very mild way. But do the things that make you happy and don't feel guilty about them. That's one thing mm-hmm. when I'm feeling so exhausted. Also, tell people... Yeah. I'm really grateful for my work environment because I I say this to... You know, like I say my tiredness all the time. and Partially it's because sometimes I just can't help it because I'm like yawning. But to have colleagues that you can say to, I'm really tired. Like, it's it's not that... It's not a reflection on how much you like your job or how much you like your life. Like, this is what partners are for as well. To be like, I love you. I like this life that we've built together. I like this thing that we're doing. But I am tired. But also I am tired. I do yeah. not have as many spoons. It's the bones or no bones thing. Like Oh, bones or no bones. Say, but say the thing. Have someone that you can say that those words to. You forget how much people are seeing you from the outside and are probably waiting for you to say the thing so that they can help you. Yeah because they don't want to overstep yeah so find someone that you can speak to yeah take the time you need rest is just as important like you do not have to be 100 percent productive all the time honestly and this might sound really hard for a lot of people but turn the podcast off turn the music off turn the thing that you're doing so that you can achieve two things at once off Mm -hmm. just do one thing or do no things because I do this, I'm like, I'm going to listen to a book at two speed whilst I'm doing the washing out, whilst I'm also doing the laundry, because I have to do all the things but also relax at the same time. <laughs> How yeah. about you just sit in quiet? And if all One spells, of the hardest things to do. Yeah, yeah. if all those fails, go to a field and scream. Touch grass. hmm mm. mm. And scream. I, I like also... Down. One of my favourite things to do when I'm mm. in a way... Mm -hmm. me a bottle of wine and cooking chili con carne which takes about an hour lots of chopping lots of staring but it's really satisfying
1: blare out your
0: favorite album anything that keeps your hand like the whole fucking devil makes work for idle hands thing Mm. you're like oh what a stupid thing to say it means wanking it doesn't mean wanking Mm -hmm. it means that when you are physically engaged in a task it is so much easier to shut your brain off yeah making chili con carne knitting writing doing—it it is because your brain is at rest your brain your subconscious is therefore working through the problems on its own it needs that time to rest your brain needs that time where it's just kind of like trottering along you have your best ideas in the shower or when you're doing the dishes because you're you're not actively thinking about anything and your brain is kind of working through on its own you're doing a repetitive motion so do more of that Go outside, breathe some fresh air, let the moss, recla- moss reclaim you, move to the sea, change your name, start a new life. Commit a murder. Yeah. Overthrow the patriarchy. Be buried on a Viking longboat, have someone set you on fire with a flame. Yeah, so yeah. to the, the devil, it's all good. Yeah. You do you, girl. No judgment. <laughs> Great. I've completely forgotten what we were talking about. How are you enjoying this chaos episode? I really hope you're still with us, guys. (laughs) Point is, everyone's tired. Do shit that makes you feel good. Whatever it is, whether it is wanking or touching moss. So, obviously, we've talked about some of the things that we are feeling right now and that September kind of engenders in us as feelings. And another all-year-round emotion is being pissed off. (laughs) So, is there anything at the moment that you would like to use this podcast to vent about, to talk through your... Rage or oh, oh, oh. anything that's just annoying you. Shocking enough, there is. Wow, love is dead. <laughs> Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. I'm gonna be really wow. late. Yeah, right. I'm gonna wow. oh, look. I'm gonna be really late to the party by the time this arrives, on your feeds. But I, mm-hmm. I, I just. I have a lot of feelings about the way that this Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce thing has been unfolding. Cause, you know, we were all rooting for them, obviously. Were and we? yes, and and he'd been he'd been redeemed in the eyes of the Swifties, and Sophie Turner is the Queen of the North, and I love her. And You always were a big Sansa stan. I was always a big Sansa stan. And then rightly. There's been a huge amount of backlash about the, frankly, misogynistic attempts to discredit Sophie Turner as a terrible mother in the the news. This is just the thing that's annoyed me. So, there's a lot that annoys me in the world. Shocker. Um, But I'm on the record. I love a bit of celebrity gossip. I follow a lot of things. And I, I have been tired over and over and over again by yeah every time that there's a breakup every time there's a divorce it's like she wanted it's either she was crazy because she wanted to get married yeah and have babies and therefore she's like, she? she's like clingy yeah. and crazy or she's a terrible mother and she's a slut and she's too busy partying and it's like well okay can we just not fucking win mm-hmm. can we not win mm-hmm. and then this sophie turner thing broke Sophie Turner Joe Jonas that he 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 may be filing for divorce and that he's seen something on the ring camera, and then he has filed for divorce. And that she's that too busy. Know. She's too busy partying. And then I'm like, oh, is she is she too busy partying? Whilst you're on tour with your brothers, is she is she too busy partying at the rap party yeah. for yeah. the show that she's the first show that she's been able to do in two years because you impregnated her twice in two years. <laughs> like, is she too? is she too busy is she busy partying whilst you're spying on her on your home security yeah. device <clears throat> like a fucking creep when you're supposed to be doing anything else are you a poor sad like hard done by father because you're parenting your own children oh, when your no. when your life partner has a work commitment that would take your children out of the country in which they were born and therefore would be a huge wrench for them so you decided to take them on tour with you rather than (laughs) moving them across the Atlantic because that made more sense uh but now you're feeling badly about it and then are you realizing that actually you're misogynistic and tired and really 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 pathetic pathetic smear campaign is backfiring on you so then you're crying at your fucking concert being like if you don't hear it from these lips then you didn't fucking hear about it fuck off Joe Jonas Mr. Perfectly Fine we all know that you broke up with Taylor Swift on the phone in 17 seconds and she was right about you all along and I feel vindicated but also I'm team Sansa Stark I'm team Sophie Turner don't shit on someone for doing their job and having a couple of drinks after their their party and so now i'm just sad i'm sad because she doesn't deserve to be shat on for being a bad mother i'm sad because this story is still being played out and it's annoying and there are more important things but also i'm annoyed and i'm annoyed that Women get vilified for being bad parents for going out for a night out when men can go on fucking tours and be shitheads and yeah. Yes, it's just a thing that's annoying me. Fuck you, Jo Jonas. I know none of this, and mm. it seems very in like, ridiculous. It really and petty doesn't and in- matter. Like, like no, but. But um, it is, the 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 message that it reinforces but the message it it's just so it's just so boring and I'm just like oh my god yeah. how is it 2023 and this is still and the how news. are you still getting the same conflicting messaging about what it is to be a person yeah. who has certain genitals I can see why you're annoyed because it's uh, just yeah it's just a thing I'm annoyed about yeah what are you annoyed That's about well, I don't know, taxes <laughs> <laughs> things that have annoyed me I've written a, a small list because I get annoyed quite easily wait what no but you're so chill i think i'm quite chill in some ways and also just i hate people and that's the problem is that the world's filled with people Mm. and they annoy me (laughs) number one the tube yes (laughs) (laughs) i was in london for work uh, (laughs) fallopian the tube the london underground the subway is f- dreadful, and I hate it, and it is yes a very efficient means of transport, but men are on it. I hate underground men <laughs> mole men mole men, so i was on the I was on the Lizzie line brand new Lizzie line the other day, you know, great, and as a means of transportation, though like you know the 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 trains are clean, it's all this very like swish new there's room like the it's spacious, it's lovely. Um, and I sat down. and I was like, "Oh, isn't this a nice trip? Air conditioning on the tube." And I was like, "Yeah, this is great." And then a man sat opposite me and stared me dead in the eye and kept licking his lips with his legs apart. And I was like, "This, this is there's three other people on this carriage." And I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> because why? There's no, there's no cause for that. It was a, it like I said, that he could have sat in a, possibly sixty other seats and he sat there. And he did that. Yeah. So I hate men in the tube. Yeah. And that's even without the whole man spreading thing. I hate, and again, I texted Kim about this, I hate people that don't turn off their notifications in public spaces. (laughs) (laughs) If you are in a shared space, whether your laptop, whether your phone, whether, if it's somewhere where there may be people trying to concentrate or trying to do something else, turn it the fuck off. Agreed. This isn't nineteen eighty one. You don't need your phone to have a noise anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not sat round listening to ringtones like we were in two thousand. On a similar note, people who listen to music or make speaker phone you know, people oh my sit God. with their phone on I the palm of their hand with people who are on the phone who and have they have earphones the in as well. They can hear. All in you can hear is the front them. of their mouth horizontally <sighs> in front of their mouth like a fucking pizza slice yeah i, I would every say every time i want of, to smack it out of their hands all of this is with a heavy caveat of if you have you know mobility auditory oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's and sure. it is easier to do that then of course do that but i don't think most of these people do i think yes. they are just twats what else annoys yeah. you? targeted ads <laughs> so there are some that i'm like okay i can understand this like oodies or oodies or whatever they're called. I was getting loads of those last year, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I do like to be comfy and stylish. This seems great." Yeah. The most recent ones are management training materials. Rude. Really rude. I don't need it. Fuck you. Obviously, wait, not the case. I'm re- I'm so tired of pregnancy test adverts on YouTube <laughs> that I've been getting for possibly fifteen years. I'm about two weeks. Yeah. Clear blue. Suck my fucking nuts. I tell me what you get well so i get a lot of yummy mummy content and so i think the reasons are thusly i drink a lot of wine and i say hello baby to my cat <laughs> quite a lot and so i think that instagram thinks that i am a mother yeah we with... kind of our mummy an alcohol problem, which is not wholly incorrect. It's just you don't have a human baby. I get a slightly uncomfortable amount of sweatshop clothing. Mm-hmm. It mm. doesn't matter how. But like t- weird, not like even something like one. sheen. Yeah, but I like get buff, cider a lot. Cider, yeah. 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 And I get so many, right, this is the, the, this is the one that I've been noticing a lot, which is sadly we are closing our X collection Mm. and this is your last chance to get it, which I actually fell for once because I sent it to you and you bought a hair sword. Um, Not from them though. I bought it from Etsy from a different seller. Yeah, fair. But I get a lot of them and you know, a lot of it's like, we're closing our era's tour collection or we're close. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, use different language at least. But Mm. I get so many of these really cute jumpers and I'm like, oh, that's a really cute, oh, can't buy that yep because you know child murder which is, is unfortunate yeah. yeah but yeah i get that and then i get overpriced like home or nature things where it's like do you want to feel like the best person in the world buy our 120 pound coat and stand on a beach and i'm like cool no uh <laughs> cool no i, I don't have 120 pounds But yeah, mostly I'm getting, I'm getting yummy mummy and cheap clothing, which I feel, to be honest, insulted. Yeah. Yeah. I feel insulted by my targeted ads. Yeah. You're like, you don't know me at all, algorithm. Imagine. I do think, I do think this is because we spend, we're more Instagram focused. Yeah, we're not TikTok. Because my understanding is that my sister who is on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And my friend, who is on TikTok, get very targeted ads that they frequently fall for and buy a mm, lot of. Interesting. My sister the gets the efficacy lot of, of the TikTok ad is yeah, yeah. very expensive, mm-hmm. glitzy, like face creams and stuff. Right, glitzy. <laughs> your, well, your face will shine. But yeah, no, I just I I've noticed this with, with reels as well. Like yeah. the Instagram algorithm. The Instagram algorithm is absolutely convinced that I have two children. So, we've talked a lot about seasonality on this this episode. We've talked a lot about many different things on this episode. Other than reading, which we discussed earlier, is there anything that you are really enjoying at the moment that you are really looking forward to getting into over the next few months? Other than recording this podcast. But that you would like to see in a kind of Oprah's favourite things-esque way. What are you loving at the moment? What would you like to do more of and see more of and imbibe more of? Excellent. Excellent question. Uh, I thought so. I was discussing how soon I will be starting my next puzzle mm-hmm. with my therapist. Um, <laughs> I showed him the puzzle and everything. He was very That's impressed. very cute. So I am looking forward to getting into a good p- puzzle. Mm -hmm. when it gets cold the thing is i'm at a stage where because we've been in this like period of stress in our household for for such a long time i personally have not been able to watch a lot of shows and that means that my partner has therefore not been able to watch a lot of shows with me so i'm looking forward to getting back into to be honest shows with plot Mm -hmm. we watch a lot of like not reality well it is reality to yeah TV, but it's like but it's nature not- stuff yeah i'm not on. talking about like real housewives of which is perfectly fine if that's what you like but i'm talking about like marcus waring's cottage garden and cute. ben fogel's adventures in the wild not cute real housewives yeah like cute naturey adventure stuff it. really love it we're really into it but i am itching i think to get into something with some meaning, it we really liked dark and there's the, the the creators of dark made another show that we want to get into there's a couple of other shows that we're like keen to get yep. into we really like inside number nine but i've not really been in the place to watch anything that makes us fundamentally uncomfortable with <laughs> everyday life yeah i always feel like winter is a good time to get into something with a really good plot yeah so i'm looking forward to and there's something. a real stint around like autumn TV is where it really starts picking up yeah. again because of that because people are at home more. And yeah. Because, like, yeah. So I'm looking for I don't I don't have a specific thing show in mind, although I said to Sam several times that I really want to watch the new Heartstopper I knew you were gonna say Heartstopper uh, <laughs> series, but my partner doesn't watch Heartstopper, which is completely fine. It's, it's a show that I want to watch by myself and I haven't I mean it's been a lot of time apart so I and I don't watch a lot of TV on my own so I'm mm. like waiting for the right time to do that mm. that but I'm really looking forward to just winter television yeah right um, what about you so the one thing that is really on my radar is sex education series 4 oh. which the trailer was released for I today even I realized you... that was still going yeah So this is the final season. Uh, Oh, right. Okay. And they're wrapping it all up. And I'm, you know, I'm quite glad they're wrapping it up after four seasons because I think it's easy to overdo something like that. Mm -hmm. But really looking forward to that. I hope they do it well. And I think that comes out soon. Drag Race UK is season five, I think, now. Again, like you, not a big reality TV person at all. Mm -hmm. Except... Drag Race, that was my one like, yeah. Oh no no no, Drag Race, MasterChef, Mm. very different (laughs) vibes. We all have our vibes. Yeah, you know what I would really love right now, and there's nothing like it really that I have found, but some Jonathan Creek, like new Jonathan Creek. Oh my god, like like, such a perfect time for some J J Creek. The Jonathan Creek rewatch is imminent. No, I'm with you there. Also, want to sort of. Slightly emotional level, uh family member who passed away this year bought me the Jonathan Creek box set years ago, so now I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it a yeah, thing and um, which is gonna be really nice, but thank you, but oh my God though, Jonathan Creek, though such a like again, it's the mystery Almost. thing Jonathan Creek is such a vibe, though Jonathan Creek rewatch with some Jacobs Creek, do it, live your best life, smash it, Absolutely. enjoy the nineties. Power. We're in nineties um, nostalgia. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's fuck it. Go, We're go a crop home. Top. One thing I'm really looking forward to this autumn is playing Starfield. It has just come out here. I paid for early access. I played it for about a day and a half, and then life took over, and I haven't been able to play it since. For those of you who know, Starfield is a game from the people who make Skyrim, who make Fallout, Bethesda. They are. I love them. I know lots of people don't, but I fucking do. It's the first game they've released in of this magnitude in years, and it's been pushed back and pushed back, and that has come out. And it's just about like going around the planets and looking at the planets and doing all the things. And it's really fun, and I'm so excited to play it and just get, like, sucked... Like, I-, I played it the other day, and I just spent four hours going around one planet being like, boop, boop, what's that? Boop, boop, what's that? Boop, boop, uh, Yeah, great. Sounds bright. And I'm so ready for that, because I know you played a lot of Zelda this year, and we've talked I about did. this on our gaming episode, but... I've not really had the chance to enjoy enjoy games much mm. recently and it's the first one that I'm like, oh my god, I want to Love, I actually give loads of my life to that. So, yeah, that's my staff nice. monologue. Excellent. Thank you. Right. So, we hope you've enjoyed this very chaotic episode. <laughs> if you would like to hear us just have a random chatter at some point, let us know because we can do more of these. It's very easy. <laughs> so- like, But we will be back in two weeks with a more structured episode. But before we go... We have some wine to rate. It not is Spanish. B Berdegas Gordonzello initio mencia <laughs> with a fancy space bird on the bottom, which I really hope space Sam's bird. taken a picture of. I have, I have got a picture. Good girl. Yeah. Right. Oh, say that again. Sam. Oh, good girl. Oh. Oh. We're right. Academic cause. Yeah. We are. Yeah. So this initial now. Sure. We're academic whores. they <laughs> They're right there, don't they? that you know for the for the edit <laughs> sam what did you think of the initio mencia not spanish spanish wine great really liked it actually yeah um, more than the description of tar and pff, i can't remember what else the charcoal charcoal yeah it was very the charcoal thing i thought it was great it was We'll talk about the price in a bit, but considering the price I paid and considering the place I bought it from, I thought it was going to be absolute dog shit. And yeah. it was it was really enjoyable for a red and I would have it again. It's a really savoury wine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What um, did you think it? I also it was very drinkable. And yeah. it's compared to a Cabernet Franc, which I said was mushroomy. Mm-hmm. Which is also a very savoury wine. But I really liked the Cabernet Franc that I had. The people that I had it with did not but i really enjoyed it and i do think it's it's like that but slightly more quaffable which mm. makes it dangerous i thought that this is a really nice frankly autumnal yeah or springy wine like i don't think you couldn't you drink this in the heat of summer i know oh, I, can. I don't know i think you could have this with a barbecue I think oh, that interesting. Would work. Interesting. This is a, a wine that it's it's relatively inoffensive. It's actually quite background, but mm. it carries itself. God, I sound really pretentious. But I imagine. I, oh I know, shocker. <laughs> but genuinely, I, I really enjoyed this wine. I thought that it really held its own and I thought that the flavour was interesting without being like in your face. This isn't a divisive wine. This is yeah. No. But it is interesting to people who like red wine. So that you would have something to talk about. Being like, oh, this is a really interesting yeah. choice. This might be my Yeah, favorite. and if, you're, if you want to serve red wine drinkers, like, like you're saying, something that is... Potentially, you want to give them that they haven't had before. Mm. They may have had something similar, but I've, I've never had something like this before. So what would you give it in grapes? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to go with a 3.5? F- mm. I nearly said 4. yeah. But I think that four would be quite generous. Yes. Possibly inspired by being a little bit pissed. So I'm going to conservatively say 3.5. Okay. And let you know. You you might update your rating as time goes on. You won't. We won't remember. What about you? I'm going to go four. Ooh. because really enjoyed it for a red. It was very different for a red and I have a specific area of red that I feel like I enjoy mm. and this wasn't that but I liked it so I'm going to say four. That's fair. And also for the price which was granted if you go to a supermarket expensive but if you are buying it from somewhere online was cheap. So it was £10. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's very good. Yeah, right? So like if you... Got it in the supermarket, you'd be like, ooh. But if you go to a specialist wine cellar, you're like, yeah. oh, £10. It d- that Spanish does sway wine. It yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Very good and yeah, surprising good. and enjoyable, as we hope this episode was, rather than just a litany of nonsense.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Good luck, <laughs> folks. <laughs> good luck. Um, But yeah, thank you for joining us on this wild ride. We will have a more structured episode coming up. Hopefully soon as well, we will have Alex back. We have spoken a couple of times. So she will hopefully be with us at some point soon. But if not, you know enjoy us in a couple of weeks time with a brand new episode if you have been listening on an apple device please give us a rating if you'd like to find out more about the wine and where you can buy it or you know anything that we've said tonight go to our website which is grapeculturepodcast.co.uk we are on instagram at grapeculturepodcast we are on twitter slash x at grapeculturepod and we will see you in two weeks time for a brand new episode bye, bye.